This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 158, how to use Facebook groups to find English-speaking friends with Kevin Conwell. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. In this episode, you'll meet English teacher Kevin Conwell from Feel Good English, who will share three tips for real-world English conversation practice. You don't need a classroom to improve your English conversation. You only need the internet and yourself. Let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Awesome. Have you been spending any time on social media today or this week? Or I general? actually <laughs> did. I, I don't often look at my personal social media. I usually, if I'm looking at it, it's for Allers English, right? Yeah, to post fun sure. clips and things. But today I needed to find a photo from several mm. years ago. And the um, easiest way for me to do that is to look back through old Facebook photos because it's like easier to look it up by date. Right. And so I started course. using social media as like a photo archive, actually. Oh, yeah. Facebook does have, I mean, depending on how long you've been on there. I, yeah. I think I joined in 2008 or nine or 10. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you need a photo from 2009, that's the place to go. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but you don't really use it so much to connect or to make new friends or anything like that. I really don't that much anymore. I yeah. am so much more focused on um, social media for Allers English, right? So if I'm thinking about social media, I'm like, oh, what fun slang or idiom or vocabulary can I teach today? And that's what I'll post on yes. Instagram or Facebook. So I really don't use it. I hardly ever log into my personal account anymore. Almost never. Mm, guys, what about yeah. you? Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Most of the time it is for Allers English just to check up on what's going on. Maybe let a couple students into the group if we launch a course. Yeah. Guys, make sure, by the way, that you follow Allers English on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Where else are we, Aubrey? We're all over the place. Yes. Billy Billy in China. Everywhere you find your social media, look yeah. up Allers English because we're there. <laughs> we're on every channel. Yeah, and that's everywhere. the thing about social media. I feel like more more and more, it's become really useful for language learning, which mm-hmm. is why we're there as All Ears English. You guys need to be using it to not only you know learn the language, but also to be meeting other English speakers to communicate with. Yes, I love this. And that ties into our interview today with Kevin, right? And Kevin is from Feel Good English. It's it's a, another podcast, guys, that you could check out if you wanted to. And you could actually listen to Kevin regularly over there. But what are we going to talk about with Kevin today? He's going to give you three awesome tips for how to make friends to practice English with on Facebook. This is so great. If you guys aren't doing that yet, I'm so excited for you to hear this tips because you should be doing it. All right, let's hear Kevin talk about how he discovered a better way to learn English. Okay. 
So, and, and this this comes from a few several years of teaching, and also my own experience with learning languages. Mm. And what I've realized is, uh, especially these days, people have to learn English. It's, it's a necessity. We're not talking about language experts or polyglots. We're talking about people that that need to learn out of necessity. And so they're given yeah. this task, and a lot of times this, they they don't really 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 know what it's for, mm. and it's just kind of a topic that they have to learn. Um, so. What I've realized is that if you don't have genuine conversation with people, if you don't actually use the language to connect with people in a real way, uh, it's very hard to stay motivated. It's very hard to progress, mm. and, and, and it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, two, two ways I came through this is from my, from my own experience. Since a young age, I, I learned Spanish in school, and mm -hmm. um, I, I don't really know why. I think it was just I always wanted to, to, to learn Spanish. However, I was... Usually one of the worst students in class. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I kept going with it, and I look back now and said, "Oh, that's crazy! I stuck with it." But yeah. I, I just didn't put in the effort. Uh, I got nervous in class. I, I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. Mm. And, and and I and I think I just stayed with it because I was more interested in in, in culture and, and mm. just learning about culture. And I think that's what kept me going. Yeah. So when I finally left the U.S. and I lived in Europe for a year. Um, I realized that me personally, when I was around foreign uh, uh, speakers of other languages, I was actually somebody who excelled at learning the language. Oh, uh, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. And compared to others who would do well in the class, uh. I was actually somebody who could just go out there and start learning words and communicating with people. We have definitely seen this in our own lives. We've seen this with thousands of students. Mm -hmm. It's really true, right? Learning a language, you can't do it in a sterile manufactured environment like a oh classroom or with a textbook. No, you really can't. It's so true, Aubrey. Oh my gosh. I like what he said here. If you don't have genuine connection with people, it's hard to really make any progress. And that's what we're all about mm -hmm. too. Exactly, right? It's a good start when you're just beginning and looking for yeah. vocabulary foundations or to mm -hmm. lay a grammar groundwork. Yeah. We actually talked about this in episode 146 here on the yeah. podcast with Turgay Evren, the advantages of learning online. So, mm -hmm. But if your goal is to really use English to speak with other people, to connect either yeah. on a professional or personal level, you have to practice that. Oh my gosh. It's so true. Yes, exactly. And not being so worried about saying something wrong, right? People don't care. They really don't. They just want to connect with you. No, I, whenever I'm speaking with someone in another language, I would much prefer they make a million mistakes mm -hmm. than be using sort of fake memorized, you yeah. know, sort of robotic English, right? I want to actually get to know you and make those connections. I don't mind if you make mistakes. <laughs> I love it. So we're going to go into Kevin's first tip here. Yes, exactly. Right. You got to think about what if you aren't surrounded by people that you can speak English, right? Online. Mm -hmm. So yes. let's hear from Kevin about his first tip for making this successful. Um, one, one of the ways, and, I, and, I've, and I've learned this, I've, I've observed this from students. A lot of what I've learned, I've learned from observing how my best students improve and progress. Mm -hmm. and, and one interesting way that I've realized is using Facebook, which is just... Is, is, uh, Everyone's on Facebook these days. Yeah. And what you can do is you, you look for groups, Facebook groups. You become a part of groups. And you either become a part of groups that are based on your interests, your hobbies. Right. Uh, they, they don't have to be um, on, on English, but let's say you're into photography. So find Facebook groups on photography. Mm -hmm. And obviously these will probably be uh, – these are, these are either from English-speaking countries or – 
groups that are international and you'll find English speakers. And here you will find people that are interested in the same topic as you, and it'll give you an opportunity to connect with them on Facebook. Okay. So Facebook groups, always a good thing because they can get so specific. Yes. We talked about this as well recently, creating creating an English personality Mm -hmm. for yourself on episode 144 with Josh Plotkin. Yeah. This is a perfect addition to the advice in that episode. Yeah, guys, go back and check out episode 144. Make sure you are following All Ears English to get all of these right inside your podcast player. But yeah, Josh talked about this idea of creating another personality for yourself. I love that idea. It's so interesting. Facebook groups are so useful anymore. I'm in a few. One that I just joined was for um, people who live here pretty close to Hmm. return someone's dog. We had had a dog show up in front of our house and there was no call. There was no way to know who the owner was. And so I was searching online trying to find out and there's a Facebook group Mm -hmm. for the area where I live, where you can post a photo and let someone know we've found this dog. And we found the owner right away through that. It's so smart. I'm so happy. I know, right? That is my worst nightmare. That's why I think think nowadays when you adopt a dog from the shelter, you can have them chipped. Like they have an internal chip, right? So they can read the chip at any vet office and they can tell you. But if you don't register the chip as the owner, there's no name attached to the chip. So right, that's and there know. maybe was a chip, right? If if no yeah. one had responded on this Facebook group, gone. we probably would have. That would have been the yeah. next step: take them to a vet, find out if there's a chip. But I was yeah. really happy that through social media, we were able to find this dog's Aww. parents <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> oh gosh, that just melts my heart. Oh my god, that really gets me there. Um, all right, so now, what about you, Aubrey? Are you any? Well, you are. You said for the dogs. And what for- about you, Lindsay? Are you the, are you a member of any <laughs> Facebook groups? Yeah, good question here. Yeah, I actually am. I am in a group for um, business owners of language companies. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. So, mm-hmm. so people who have really large YouTube channels or people our listeners probably know, we all hang out together in that group and we meet mm-hmm. you know, three or four times a year and we brainstorm together. We actually work together and help each other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Um, Oh, there's so many useful Facebook groups, right? I'm Mm -hmm. in a bunch for just selling stuff. It's like one of the best (laughs) ways to sell things anymore locally is to put Ah, it in a like Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Or they're local for the town where I live. There are local Facebook groups similar to Facebook marketplace. And Ah. I've found it's the best way to just sell stuff anymore too. Do you guys have Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app in in your neighborhood? Okay. Because I was thinking that's a place you could have gone to to post for the dog. I'm just still thinking about that. We dog. did. We did. We posted on Nextdoor, too, and on the Facebook. And the tricky oh. thing about Nextdoor, at least where I live, is not everyone is on there. I know. That's the hard part. And they should be, right? It's so useful yeah. to, to connect with neighbors that way. 
Yeah, you need everyone for that kind of thing to work, that kind mm-hmm. of app, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I think joining courses that you're interested in is a really good way here because most online courses like ours will have a private Facebook group. And there's so many benefits here where you can have this supportive community of oh very gosh. like-minded people. You all have the same goal. You're trying yes. to do the same thing. So that's the best. Every post is going to be relevant to you and you're going to want to comment and find speaking partners. It's so useful. Yeah, I've seen a lot of students connect with each other in there for live speaking. You know, sometimes Mm -hmm. someone will just post, hey, I want to practice lesson six. You know, who else can join me? And they join together. And it's it's an immediate way to practice, guys. Yes, exactly. So let's hear this next tip from Kevin for um, it's about expat groups. Another great uh, area of Facebook groups to look for. Each country usually has uh, expat or foreigner groups. Mm-hmm. People can people connect uh, in that foreign country uh, because they're from around the world. Okay, this is a great idea because when we're an expat, we really need you know need this. But even if we're not, you know, this is a great way to practice our English. And you know, maybe there are expats living in your country, and you want to connect with that group. Immediate way to help people out to understand yes. your country, right? Exactly. It's really interesting. Um, Uh, The other day I heard someone say expatriate and I almost didn't know what they were saying because we almost always shorten this to expat, right? Interesting. It's weird to hear the whole thing long. That's true. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, expat, most common guys, it's short for expatriate. Yes. Mm -hmm. But definitely say it the shortened way. That's so much more common Mm -hmm. to shorten this word. But Mm -hmm. what about you, Lindsay, when you were an expat, were you part of any online groups? Oh, that's a good question. I think I was kind of an expat before the online world sort of exploded. Mm. Or I, you know, when I was living in like South America, different places, I really didn't have that much access to the internet. You know, maybe went Mm -hmm. to an internet cafe once in a while. There really wasn't a lot of that for me. Yeah, same. And it was just to like email family, right? Exactly. (laughs) It wasn't really anything else to find online. Yeah, because you're paying by the hour. That too. You're not really going to, you just didn't have that access to a smartphone. Nowadays, we have our smartphones, our apps all the time. That was not how it was. But have you ever heard of the group Internations? No, I haven't. Okay, so that was a popular group when I was in Boston. It's an example of a group that wants to bring together expats living in Boston with locals, like internationally Mm. minded locals. That's cool. I wonder if I definitely look that up, guys, if you're in the United States and wanting to connect with locals, that's ideal. Mm -hmm, For sure. All right. What else have we got from Kevin here? Yeah, so he's going to share some very valuable advice here about another another good resource that we talk about here as well. Sometimes italki. So let's hear about that. Yeah, the, the other the other one um, is online too, and it's it's a pretty well known site. It's called Italki. Okay. Um, I, I'm a big proponent of this. I'm not connected with this at all. Or mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't make any money from it, recommending it. But I just think it's such a valuable resource because there's so many people on there willing to 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 share language, either as, with an exchange, mm-hmm. um, you know, just just finding other people that are probably learning English like you. It's very hard as, a, as an English learner to find a native English speaker to just uh, exchange languages with because the whole world is learning English. So there's a, there's a lot more of, of, of people wanting to learn English. But if you're, if you're not close to that idea, you can find plenty of people from all over the world. From my experience, my students say there's a lot of people from China, oh, the Middle mm-hmm. East. Mm-hmm. And these these people are learning English, but it's very possible their English level is, is higher than yours. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and they will want to connect with you. They might be interested in the country that you're from. Or like I said, in general, people, there's so many people online that really spend their whole 
lives online, so they have plenty of time to to, to give back um, to you. And, and, and you can communicate with this way. There's another, and also, too, as far as finding teachers, italki has hundreds of teachers. And I think it's really important to find a teacher that fits well with you and your style. Right. And if you, do, and if you just stick to your city or if you try to find face-to-face classes, your options are very limited. Right. But if, mm-hmm. you're, if you go online, you can, you can search. If you go on italki, you can search for the, the right teacher, which might be somebody who's young, somebody who's old, somebody who's serious, somebody who's informal. It could be a native speaker of that language. It could be yeah. a native speaker of, of your language. Uh, so you have such a selective, for example, in my case, if I wanted to practice Spanish again, I would probably find somebody who speaks Spanish and Portuguese mm, because, yeah. because they could help me uh, not mix the two languages. Oh, I didn't realize that, that you can find non-natives mm. to practice English with there as well. I sort of thought it was all tutors and teachers. Yeah, I think they have a community on there. You know, they okay. have a forum message board. and But I love the variety of options you have in mm-hmm. terms of a teacher on italki. It's huge. For right? sure. But nice that you have both options, right? Mm-hmm. This free forum to practice with other people yeah. in the italki community, as well as the opportunity to find tutors and teachers. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So good. So good. And of course, we also do live classes. And I love that we're working on live group classes these days, which is such a cool way to get to know our students a bit more. Yes, they're so fun. We actually teach you real language that you can use in your daily life and then give students a chance to meet and continue connecting and practicing together. So yeah, that's a really fun way to connect with other students. Yes. All right. What is Kevin's third tip? Should we go ahead to his next tip? Yeah, let's hear it. I did this a lot when I was learning Portuguese, just constant, just starting a habit, constantly going through conversations, dialogues in your head. Um, and, and obviously this is based on things that you listen to, that you watch. Listening is obviously probably the most important thing, I think, yeah. which development. Uh, I love this, right? Have a conversation <laughs> with yourself. <laughs> this has been coming out a lot in our conversations, hasn't it? Yes, exactly. And to kind of role play, like if if you're going to, uh, if you're at all stressed about ordering in a restaurant, just role play in your mind, be <laughs> the server and the person ordering, go through the whole situation, you're going to gain confidence that way. And not only that, but we talk on IELTS Energy, we talk about the brain box, right? Opening your brain box. And that's exactly what that does. If you step outside of a restaurant, just before you open that door, have, you know, step in to make your reservation, you have that dialogue in your head. Now you have the vocabulary and you're ready. Yes. Think about all the other dialogues you could practice, right? Chatting with coworkers during a meeting, asking for a raise, asking someone out on a date. Mm -hmm. These are things that we do subconsciously go through in our mind. We'll go through how might the conversation go in our first language. So now the challenge is to do that in English. Yes. I love it. So good. So good. It really does prepare the mind, right? Yes, exactly. And guys, do this in front of a mirror, right? To yeah. practice, practice smiling while you're saying it or when you're <laughs> out and about and do it out loud because you can do this in your mind if you're in a crowded place, but it's really helpful to be able to say things out loud, practice that pronunciation, get used yeah. to hearing your voice speak English. Yeah. Just if you have family or roommates around, just let them know what you're doing. Right. Okay. So that they know you're okay. <laughs> Yes. And then guys, find a real person to speak with online, a student or teacher on Facebook or italki or with us, the Allers English. We love our online classes with students. So wherever you find it, it's so vital to be actually speaking with real people. 
All right. Great stuff. And guys, go over and find Kevin's podcast, Feel Good English. I love it. I want to thank Kevin for coming on the show today, for letting us bring these clips in from that interview. And Aubrey, I'll see you again in another episode pretty soon. Yes. Awesome. Bye, Lindsay. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.